It's Friday evening. It's six o'clock. It's not six. It's it's five. <laughs> it's uh, Friday evening. It's uh, five o'clock, and that can only mean one thing. That's right. It is Friday Sport with myself, Aidan Raftery, and the show is always kindly sponsored by um, Best Drive here in Roscommon Town. We'd like to thank them very much for their kind sponsorship, and uh, without their sponsorship, the show wouldn't be possible. Uh, I'd like to thank um, Joe Joe Bambrick for another fantastic show, and of course, uh, Martin got a Martin uh, got got a bit of a an airing as well he, he he got featured now now you're uh now you'll have uh calls now coming through your agent looking for looking for you martin oh, i'm i'm up there with the big wigs of uh oh, ross yeah. fm now yeah you're, you're hollywood will be calling yeah you'll be in the hierarchy of uh, or, media or now yeah. one or the other radio cricklewood uh, you'll have the, the private jet now will be will, will be uh, available to you now from uh, from RTE and all that, and you'll be jetting around the world. Yeah, we'll have to have a history show. So well done, Martin, on on uh, being featured on Joe's show. A, a great show as always. Um, we'd like to thank you all for 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 uh, tuning in. We hope you'll stay with us for the next two hours uh, with uh, a lot of sports uh, sport to come up, and we hope you'll enjoy it. And uh, you can tune in to us in many ways. You can tune in on uh, the radio on FM ninety four point six on uh, the on. Um, the website www.rossfm.ie forward slash live or on the TuneIn app. And uh, don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. So why not uh, text or send a WhatsApp message to 083-859-748. That's 083-859-748. And um, as always, you know, we we, uh, we have all the, the best of uh, the best in sport. And uh, don't forget to, um, you know, as, as always, there's a, a lot of great shows Monday to Friday from uh, from nine o'clock in the morning right through till seven and uh, don't forget as well if you if you miss sh- if you miss uh, Friday Sport Live you can also listen to it it'll be um, it'll be podcasted and available on the on the website every Monday and of course every Thursday as well don't forget there is J View our new show every every Thursday from ten to eleven and uh, something just to let you know about something that's uh, starting next week. Yes, we've partnered up with the um, with the Gaelic Players Association. So my, I, I will be interviewing Colin Begley. That's right, the uh, the late footballer. He is also the um, the player welfare uh, manager at uh, the Gaelic Players Association. So uh, I'll be doing an interview with him, and that'll be featured on um, G, on uh, G. Uh, view as well next week so uh, tune in and um, they've also said that they'll be doing others so I'd like to thank everyone in uh, the Gaelic Players Association and thank them for uh, for, for uh, you know uh, working, with, working with us and we look forward to doing in- interviews into the future so uh, thanks very much for tuning in and uh, coming up on the show we have as always yes folks unfortunately it's winding down uh you know, have your have your uh, tissues ready. Yeah, it's uh, winding down for the Premier League. Um, you know, but I think it's been uh, kind of a, an interesting season. Uh, season a lot, a lot of ups and downs, um, and interesting results and things like that. And uh, then after that, we'll also have local rugby, and we'll have sent to the stand. Yes, sent to the stand is back. That's the uh, that's the report that's um, that comes into us from. Uh, from the students, from the um, transition year students at Roscommon Community College, so we thank them very well uh, for for uh, their contribution. It's always very well put together, and I'd like to say well done to the students, and of course, uh, you know, and, and of course their uh, their teachers as well. Well done to well done to everyone there. So, uh, yes, Martin, uh, as, as I said, there it's a, it's a, the Premier League is kind of coming to an end. Still, a number of matches, I suppose. This is the defining weekend now for the Premier League, but there's still the Conference League and the the, the Conference League has been decided, and the Europa League, um, and then the Champions League as well has to has to come. But uh, yeah, we we we'll kind of miss the Premier League now. What do we do for the summer? But I suppose there's a there's the there's the GA to look forward to. But I think before we start anything, Martin, we have to give a special mention to Lisa O'Rourke. What an achievement last night! Uh, yesterday, uh, winning the war, win, winning the uh, the gold. Uh, what a huge achievement for her and her family. I suppose you know Castlery, and of course the county of Roscommon as well. 
what a huge achievement when you consider as uh, Seamus said earlier on when you consider her, her, how young she is mm. to uh, make uh, to and of course she, she's from uh, a good house there her sister as well um, Aoife as well um, Ireland doing very well in the championships it's great to see it isn't it two gold medals but yeah. <clears throat> one of them will be coming back to Roscommon that's Castle it T- is it Tarman Tarman yeah, yeah um, so. brilliant yeah isn't it great two world, cha- world champion I mean I don't follow the boxing to be honest but I know her to see from all the coverage she's got over the years and uh, and suddenly I, I didn't hear much build up of this I, I, I don't know what she expected to win this or anything but she's the world champion that's it and of course Aoife as well she was in the uh, she was in the Olympics last year as well she she is a, a good pedigree as well it's great to see two uh, great Roscommon women mm. um, I, th- I think they'll be definitely getting the, the, the uh, honorary key to the key to the city shall we say um, after such a great achievement well done to her and her family and we're all very proud of her and uh, yeah long may it continue and the fact that she's still very young you'll have to get her on the show yeah definitely And uh, but the fact that she's very young as well means she has a lot She has, the world is her oyster now yeah. like I mean when you think of all the things that she, she can achieve now um you know, it's not as though she's coming towards she's only starting so that that's the frightening thing you know uh, I mean you look at other Katie Taylor, then her sister, you know Ke- uh, Kelly Harrington, you know, and and now this. So it's the future is looking great for women's boxing in Ireland, isn't it? And uh, of course, this will inspire other young girls to take it up and kind of, you know, at a young age, obviously, is is the key time to start it. And uh, you know, I suppose develop good habits at a young age. That's that's key in any sport. Yep. Yeah, we'll get on with the Premiership. That's right. Yes. Well, well, There's we're... no gold medals here, but. Next weekend or this Sunday, that you might as well be calling it a gold medal for whoever wins the Premiership. But anyway, we'll move on with the results from last weekend and some games during the week. Tottenham won, Burnley nil. Aston Villa won, Crystal Palace won. Leeds won, Brighton won. Watford won, Leicester five. West Ham two, Man City two. Wolves won, Norwich one. Everton two, Brentford three. Newcastle two, Arsenal nil. Southampton won, Liverpool two. Everton 3, Crystal Palace 2, which was last night. Also was Aston Villa 1, Burnley 1, and Chelsea 1, Leicester 1. So, Aidan, we're 12 predictions to go. We didn't do too well. You only got 3 out of 12, I got 5 out of 12. So, Aidan, the scores at the moment, with one round of games to go, is Aidan 13, Martin 17. So, uh, yeah, we won't go too much into that. that, that that's all right. Listen, Martin, you're an Arsenal fan, so you've ha- you haven't had much ta- much to cheer about this year. So uh, we, we'll give you this one, uh, but I won't be as kind to you next year. Well, I, I try to be neutral. Uh, <laughs> you try. It uh, hasn't worked. That, that neutrality no, no, hasn't really no, worked I, for I, you, I, has if it? If anything, I only give out about <laughs> Arsenal, not, not praise them. But, um, yeah, let's, um, we'll just talk about... Uh, some of them uh, important games from that. Um, I suppose one that stands out to me straight away was the Arsenal game. Newcastle 2, Arsenal 0. So uh, Arteta's guard, uh, Gunners, uh, they've, handed, they've handed the advantage to the North London rival Spurs for a place in the Champions League next season. Uh, two, the Toons were simply hungrier, better uh, than the Arsenal throughout the match. Uh, Arteta played Smith Rowe from the start. So he must have been hearing my complaints. Uh, but then takes him off uh, in the second half for Martinelli in the 53rd minute. Uh, my thoughts is, why don't you play both of them at the same time? Because uh, that Martinelli is a very useful player as well. Mm. Um, White showed his lack of uh, quality and maybe experience. Uh, an own goal after 55 minutes. Uh, Arsenal only two shots uh, on target throughout the whole game. Uh, Arsenal's best player was Ramsdale and he was uh, let's say he wasn't that pl- he didn't play that well either um, all the Newcastle players from what I understand just looking at some ratings for the game they all got over 7 points out of 10 Arsenal players were all under 4 there you go so that shows a very uh, inept performance really from uh from Arsenal just didn't seem to have uh, any uh, answer at all I, I do go harp on about the Arsenal's board decision to uh, extend or give Arteta a new contract I think it's an extension and this wording of the plan that they, they have 
it's not, not, it hasn't worked out so far yet, has it? It's not going well, is it? Um, because we know that it's very unlikely they're going to get the Champions League because Spurs only need to, uh, I suppose, better our score or even draw, uh, you know, uh, against um, uh, who they're playing this week, Aiden. I think it's uh, one of the, the relegated teams, isn't it? Norwich yeah. away, I think. So, uh, yeah, it's it's not good. I mean... The Arsenal board might say, well, we're, we're be- we've, we've done better than last season. We've got Europe at least, the Europa League, which last season we didn't. We only finished eighth. Um, and so I, I suppose that, that, that for them that's the key. Yeah, they're, they're in Europe. Whether they'll get anywhere in Europe um, is another thing. Oh, that's, I mean, that's well, not well, here well, or there well, because it's getting in is the, the thing, isn't it? It's yeah, but if, if you're going in and you win nothing, I mean... No, the, but you, 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 you attract people, your players... Yeah. So you need to get. You'll only that attract right. players though if you do well in Europe. That's the thing. Well, no, if you get in the Champions League, that'll that'll draw players to yeah, to yeah. you as well. So, um, I mean, there's no guarantee for any team to how they're going to get on. But uh, another game as well of importance as well was Everton three, Crystal Palace two. That was last night. Very important game. Uh, Lampard's toughly secure Premiership status uh, the hard way. Two 0 down at half time. Uh, the a far better Palace team uh, the relegation was beckoning that's for sure uh, change of information in the second half he brought on uh, the old maestro Deli Alley and that probably didn't bring too much confidence but he played a good game and brought more of attacking um, Everton in the second half goals by Keane and Richarlison brought the uh, Evertonians back to life and uh, uh, I, I dare say some relief to the fans to think that they're at least going to get a draw. But with five minutes left, uh, Calvert-Lewin uh, scored only his first goal ever, uh, or first goal in eight months to seal victory. And huge celebrations, obviously, afterwards. And uh, obviously survival, that's the main thing. Um, last time they experienced that, I think, it was 98, 94, um, when they, they, they also survived relegation, but that was on the last day. Um, so they've got one game to spare, so it doesn't matter whether they win, lose, or draw. Still a um, bit of a close shave, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's impressive but to come uh, back 2-0 down. You'd think uh, there's no way back. Um, with a new stadium coming up as well, I think they've got a new stadium in 2024, maybe 25. Um, Premiership status is, is, is vital, uh, obviously, to, to to sustain such a stadium as well. So... Could be a very, very big turning point at Everton's future. And of course, as, as well as, as we know, we, we saw I saw the video there. We were saying about Crystal pa- what happened uh, after the match. I, I think everyone was all the all the uh, Everton fans were so relieved. But I think one of one of the players was, uh, or one of the fans were sticking their, the giving them the, the the bird or the the, the two fingers to. Uh, to Patrick Vieira, but uh, mm. I, I think we have to pay. Tri- you, you have to admire uh, Vieira's cultured left foot because uh, he, he wasn't on putting mm. the Everton fan uh, back in his box. But look, I, I think, in fairness to the fan, he was just so delighted. And he, you know, it could next next year it could have well, all got, it could have all gone yeah, the other he, way. He might be banned that player, and yeah. and who's to say Arteta fan, could yeah. get into trouble yet as well. Um, hopefully he won't. Fiera, yeah, hopefully. Oh, he won't. Fiera, sorry. Yeah, because you see, it could be a case. <laughs> sorry, that, Arteta. Do, do you know, like you could say, if you seen the video, um, Martin, I didn't you, see you, it, you no. could say, you could say maybe the fan was asking for, it. you know, like well, the fan shouldn't be there. Should have been, anyway. There should have been yeah. a, a bit of respect. Yeah, it's a thing know? that's going to come up in about these uh, the crowd uh, invasions. It seems to be coming back, and it only takes one mad incident. We we saw it there. In it was at the Sheffield United. Yeah. Uh, Forest game or something uh, where one of the players was um, hit mm. by uh, a Nottingham Forest fan, so that's yeah. serious. So no, that's I'm not. I'm not condoning what yeah. what Vera oh, no, did, like, but but they're gonna. Yeah. It's something that's gonna come up in the future. How do you stop this? Because it's very hard. Someone said you, you, they're gonna have to start banning people, identifying people to do mm-hmm. picture. You can't allow it because it only takes one. Yeah, I know they can have their fun and all that, but it only takes one idiot to go on the pitch to do something. Mm, and it's too late then. Or a few idiots. <laughs> well, you know, and we don't want that. So, mm. I, I, as a fan, I, I, I'd be quite happy uh, cheering from the sideline, be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, that's it. But anyway, some more important games. Aston Villa won, Burnley won. A vitally important point for Burnley last night. Uh, eighth draw, uh, eighth uh, away draw this season. Uh, joint highest uh, 
Mount of draws away uh, with Brighton. Uh, the draw saw Burnley come out of the relegation zone by goal difference over Leeds. Uh, they got a 20 goal uh, goal difference, so it shows how bad Leeds is because um, Burnley's in the, in, in the minus as well. So uh, that could be the difference in the end. Barnes took the penalty uh, start of the second half. No uh, miss this time for Burnley. If you remember, they had that fellow who took the penalty and uh, missed it, so he wasn't allowed to take it. I don't blame him. <laughs> uh, well, I don't think he was allowed to, yeah. yeah. Um, so, no messing there with Barnes. Um, and uh, so, uh, but they've got a tough last match, uh, they have, um, Burnley. Um, uh, Burnley are at home. Um, I'm trying to remember who they're playing now. Uh, top of my head, I'll check in a minute. Um, they have to equal or better Leeds uh, result. Now, Leeds have definitely got the harder result a game. They've got, they're playing Brentford away. Um, so, uh, yeah, it'd, it'd be a big fight at the end of the, the, the on Sundays to see who stays up. Um, Burnley, uh, another important game there that was b- before that game was Tottenham beating Burnley one uh, nil. Huge three points for Spurs. Uh, this was last weekend. Uh, Kane scoring a penalty in the eighth minute uh, of the first half uh, of normal time. Uh, the Clarets unlucky. Uh, an accidental handball, uh, dare say, nil nil at half time. They could have uh, spelt a bad day for the Spurs, but it wasn't to be. Uh, it was a bit unfortunate the handball, really, because yeah. it wasn't uh, to me. It wasn't ball to hand. It, he had his hand up, and it glanced it just about glanced it. Actually, hard to tell if it actually did. Well, I, th- I think you know, well, physical <laughs> physics is weird because the ball. You know, when the ball bounces at a certain angle, it's hard to know where the ball is. Mm. You know, like you could think, oh, it's going to bounce a certain way, but it won't come off mm. my hands. So you're, you know, and the referee would have been shown the video, and he's deemed it as it probably has glanced off his hand. And because the arm was up, mm. it's in an unnatural position, but a bit unfortunate, you know. Uh, these are the fine margins, you know. If it wasn't yeah. given, which it wasn't initially... Who knows? That could have been a very frustrating game for Spurs. Like I mean, you, you've often seen we, we've often seen in the past in matches, um, Martin, where like the ball could hit off like your shoulder, the top, you know, your shoulder, mm. and and it was deemed as a handball, and another referee wouldn't wouldn't see it that way. But well, the thing top of the arm now is handball, isn't it? Yeah. Somewhere up here, it's, it's now considered handball, I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway. But I mean, on the actual shoulder. No, like the shoulder, own, no, yeah. No. yeah, it can be, yeah. But VR should eliminate that. Another important game there, uh, going back to last weekend, Leeds won, Brighton won, an injury time equaliser by uh, Struak, uh, who was a sub, uh, moves, moved then Leeds out of the bottom three. So, you know, they've gone back in now. So, uh, they're still fighting. I suppose one of the big games, though, last weekend... West Ham 2, Man City 2. For 45 minutes, uh, big smiles in Liverpool as the Hammers led by 2-0, a brace from impressive Bowen. Uh, City um, upped their game in the second half, Grealish uh, scoring on the 49th minute, and then an unfortunate own goal by uh, uh, Kufel in the 69th minute. Uh, City... Uh, nearly took all three points with five minutes to go, but uh, Fabianski saved uh, Mahrez penalty. Uh, must mention as well, Mark Noble played his last match for uh, at home for West Ham. What, what a player. Yeah, uh, he's, he's only had one club, so it's very rare. 18 years at the club, 549 appearances and 62 goals. So fair play to him. I've no doubt West Ham will... Keep him on in some role, I'd say, if they're uh, smart enough. Yeah, very I mean, decent I'm player, very clever player. Never played for England though. Far well, as I remember. It's a wonder. But I mean, when when you consider like, and it was said after, or what's before the FA Cup, there, uh, you know, there were, or and on match of the day, they were saying about uh, Mark Noble, and um, you know that's, you know, he, he was like you just said, he was a very loyal player. He only had one club. And then so one of the other lads said, "Oh yeah, it's very rare in in football now." These like, days, yeah, yeah, like it is. It is these days. But I mean, when, when you look at Liverpool, Steven Gerrard, uh, Jamie Carragher, I think Trent Alexander Arnold would probably be. You know, I, I think anyone that has come through, you know, come through the system, they're more likely to stay yeah. at the club. I mean, he he's a perfect example. Wasn't Trent, wasn't Trent at another club now before he came to Liverpool? No? Um, I don't think so. Wrong. I think he came. He came through the. He okay. came through the academy. Yeah, I but say so um, you, you can't. He, he he's not going to. Pro- probably not going to stay at Liverpool. You never know. 
Yeah. But it is a rare thing. Very few players do it. And uh, it used to be more common mm. uh, 20, 30 years ago, but it's it's less and less now. But I, I think I, I think money has a big say in it now. I mean, see, I see all the players, like, I mean, you know, Liverpool had Sterling. His money was, his head was turned by, you know, oh, well, well, no, you know, go to Man City, the big money, more more wages, uh, more chance of winning the Premier League title. No mm. loyalty there. You, you know, um, I suppose... You know, the, like you, you, with with Stevie G, you could say, yeah. In fairness, there was several times where uh, he could have went to Chelsea. They were offering big. Ser- mm. He could have named his price, and he could have went. But uh, it, no, he stuck it out. Now, in the end, he did go to LA Galaxy. Mm. But I don't think anyone could begrudge him. Like no, no. he stayed all of his life at Liverpool, and toward he only went towards the end. You know where he just you know cut the last couple of years at you know, but he had given his heart in fairness, and you can ask any any Liverpool fan, he gave his heart and soul, mm. and he led them to okay. you know he, he led by example as well. So yeah, it, but in your like it has to be said, loyalty is very fickle in, in the sport. It's not uncommon, but it's mm. you know very little. But anyway, yeah. Um, another game there again. It's preceding the the week midweek games. Everton two, Brentford three. So uh, this is an important game really because the Toffees looked uh, to be on their way to winning this game. They were leading with Calvert Lewin scoring in ten minutes, but um, on eighteen minutes, Braithwaite was uh, last man and he accidentally brought down the Everton player, uh, last man. Uh, but uh, which was he was the last man. It was unfortunate, but the rule is rule. But when they showed replays, it was clear that Richardson should have had penalty awarded to him when he was pulled in the penalty box. His whole arm, his sleeve, his shirt nearly went off. And uh, in the Brentford box, in the build-up to the sending off, and uh, VAR didn't act on it. So that's uh, ridiculous, really, because yeah. it's a penalty. Simple as that. Um, it wasn't a sending off, but it wouldn't have led to the others. So that should have been rescinded, brought back, penalty. I've seen it done before. Uh, they didn't do it on this occasion. They didn't, to me, excuse the pun, they didn't have the balls to do it. Uh, then Coleman scored an own goal on 37 minutes. Uh, but Richardson before, uh, was awarded a penalty in injury time to restore the lead. Uh but ten men uh, took ten men took its toll on the Toffees. Uh, Brentford scoring twice, and Rondon sent off at the end of the game for Everton. So it wasn't a good day for Everton. But uh, all things have obviously worked out for Everton since that. Um, must mention obviously Southampton won, Liverpool two. Uh, even with nine changes uh, for the FA Cup side, uh, going one 0 down as well after 13 minutes. Klopp's Liverpool dominated the match. And fittingly won to leave a uh, final day for the Premiership decider. Uh, goals from uh, Minori? M- M- Minori? How do you pronounce him? Minamin for? For Liverpool. Scored the goal the other day against Southampton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. Min- Minanori, however, what his name is, <laughs> Matip, uh, secured the win. Uh, so now uh, it's all down to Sunday. Um, uh, obviously, Man City are playing Villa and Liverpool are playing... Wolves, uh, and we have to mention as well um, FA Cup final was you know it seems to have gone past very quickly. Uh, Aiden's got a smile across the the table here when, when I mention that. Obviously nil uh, nil after extra time, and uh, Liverpool won six five in penalties. Very interesting game. Um, Sudden death. <laughs> yeah, is it, it, a good 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 game. Sudden death. There's very little in in between the two teams to be honest. Um, how do you feel about Aiden? Yeah, uh, very, very interesting. It was a very close match. Both teams, I thought, had their purple patches throughout the game. Liverpool, you know, you, you could say, you know, did did do well in large portions of the game. Chelsea weren't bad. Now, in fairness, they they had their, uh, you know, they put they had Liverpool under the cosh at at times as well. Went into extra time. You could see as it was going on, players were getting tired. But mm-hmm. I think that's kind of because, you know, the size mm-hmm. of Wembley compared to an average, you know, it is that big, bigger but atmosphere. Y- the you, whole must have been, you must have thought the worst when Mane <coughs> apparently was saved and then Chelsea scored. 
Yeah, but look, the pressures for tyres is the same, Martin. And, um, you know, I, I think the one that was kind of, you know, that when it, when it went to, uh, for me, when it went to uh, sudden death penalties was when I saw Simicas. You know, great save by Alison, by the way. I was told you, I was told you, <laughs> as 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 were taking say, it. and Aidan was not happy when he realised who was taking it. And I said mm. to Aidan, Aidan, I remember when that lad came on, I wouldn't know much about him either, but I remember there was a free kick. Yeah. Uh, and he's not the free kick taker, but he made sure he was taking it. Yeah. And I thought, well, he, he's got confidence. I give him that, and that yeah. uh, that stood in my mind when he was coming up, thinking, you know what, I think he'll be okay. Yeah, and he did. He dispatched it bottom bottom left corner, and uh, you know, it, it reminded me, kind of, you know, David O'Leary in nineteen ninety. He said the last player you would have thought would have taken a penalty was David O'Leary. But he dispatched it, yeah. and it was it yeah. was kind of that moment, you know. And uh, now it it wasn't in. Now that didn't go to sudden death, but it was the same kind of, you know, it had to go in. And I mean, I think it does show though. Chelsea, you, you know, there's no doubt about it. their season has been affected on what's happened with Russia and obviously Ukraine and the, their owner. Yeah, uh, without doubt. And yet, they've played Liverpool what three times, four times this season. Mm. League Cup final, FA Cup final, both leagues, all draws. Arguably, they're playing the best team in Europe. Mm. Yeah, dare say in England. And this is a Chelsea team that's obviously they are struggling with problems behind the scenes. So I don't think we'll see the end of them because mm. they matched Liverpool in that game with no doubt. And if, as I said, I for a few seconds. But they have, they have quality players. Oh in Chelsea. yeah, yeah. But yeah. they've had their problems. There's yeah. there's morale there, and the manager's been affected. So. I wouldn't be too down on uh, Chelsea fans because I, I think um, you know if you can match if Liverpool can go a whole season four games against you and not beat you, and you're potentially talking about the the champ- uh, champions of Europe. Who knows? Even maybe champions of the England as well uh, to go four rounds with them and come out all level really technically. Even though they did lose the two cups on penalties. So, um, but fair play to Liverpool. They, they've um, Two, out of the two, four. two trophies down. Um, two not many are expecting the Premier because it's Man City's to lose now. Exactly. Champions you wouldn't have before last weekend. You wouldn't have thought that. But I think now that the City drawn with West Ham, that 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 opens it up again. But it does it does bring it back to to Liverpool. That's you know all Liverpool can do is try and win you know mm. win their last game. But it, it goes back to this thing. They're dependent. They're we're depending on Villa to to do us a favour. Yeah. So it's dangerous. And if so they just got just to got the win over Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wouldn't be talking. It'd be the other way around now. So nothing's impossible. But I, I, you have to say, Man City, they've got no games to play. Mm. They've only got one game. There's no, no Champions League for them. So uh, you would need a huge. I would dare say it would be one of the shock results ever. Yeah. For somehow Man City to lose the Premiership at this stage. But not impossible. Not impossible. I mean, <laughs> it happened there a couple of years ago. Do you remember? Like it went down to the two the last day, and um, yeah, but they they were expected to win that, and yeah. they nearly yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, this they were expected, but the, it was one of them tricky games. Yeah. Um, must mention as well. Obviously, the Europa League final went ahead. Eintracht uh, Frankfurt nil, Rangers nil. Uh, again, another final went down the penalties. Fort Rangers were unlucky. They lost five four. Ramsey uh, missed his penalty, or was it? It was saved. Felt for, sorry for Ramsey because I always think if you bring on a player in injury time, or uh, should I say, extra time, and as far as I know, he only came on with a few minutes to go. Not the player you should be asking uh, uh, to take a penalty. Definitely mm. not. So uh, Rangers unlucky because I was watching quite a bit of that game, and I thought if any team was going to win it, uh, it was Rangers. Quite impressed the way they played. The, 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 you know. Um, I would say they've got a very good chance of winning the Scottish titles next season because I tell you what, they didn't put a foot wrong in that. In, well, they put one foot wrong, one bad defending error. That was it. Um, but uh, these mean, players that take yeah. penalties today, they're, they're so technically gifted. They've yeah. got it down to a team. They? But I think you have yeah. to be smart as manager and say know when to say no to a player yeah. because Ramsey cannot have been on that list of taking penalties because he didn't come on till extra time. Yeah, but I I think now it is more so compared to we say years ago. 
you know there there are resources for for uh, for coaches now and for players because you know if you if you take a player an outfield player that's taken a penalty you do your research on the goalkeeper and also the goalkeeper has to do his research on the penalty takers but then again you don't know who who's going to take the penalties until it's actually decided when it goes to penalties but you know, you have a look at the lads that are more likely to take the penalties, but some goalkeepers just guess and they just go one direction, mm. but others kind of kind of stay stay standing and they wait until the ball's kicked and then dive. And yeah, you yeah. know, each keeper it's has it's their an own. There's an art, isn't it? There's yeah. an art to it. Um, we're, we're kind of we'll move on a bit here. Just some premier stats and information here as well. Um, West Ham and Moyes scored in every home game this season. The first time. Uh, that they have achieved this in the top flight since 1926-27. Fabianski has saved 10 penalties in the Premiership, so that's the third highest at present behind Thomas Sorison on 12 and David James on 13. Uh, Watford equaled the highest amount of home games lost in one season, 15. Uh, Smichael, his run, a consecutive run of 149 games came to an end, or Premiership start, should I say, the other day. Uh, the record, believe it or not, is 310. Jamie. Held by goalkeeper, Brad Friedel. There you between go. Between 2004 and 2012 for Blackburn, Villa and Spurs. Um, Huddersfield or Nottingham Forest are going to be in the Premiership next season, so that would be interesting. Uh, must mention as well, Oso, I don't know if you knew this, Aidan, but... Uh, Garth Crooks and Mark Lawrenson are retiring from the BBC. Yeah, uh, was, uh, there was a pitch, um, I saw the program on on Saturday. Well, it was it was shown on on Saturday, on Friday. But Lawrenson was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, and it, it was a nice tribute. And they showed some videos of up along since he joined yeah. them. And, I haven't done a nice. tribute for uh, Crooks because they didn't see one. Yeah, because uh, he was he's normally on football focus. But no, the Lawrenson one was good. Don't worry, Martin. When you're when, when you finish here, we'll yeah. we'll do a, a huge tribute to you as well. Yeah, you but know? they never say why they're re- why they're they're moving on. Is yeah. it retirement or what? They never say because I always think they've got so much more to offer. Uh, great players, uh, great TV pundits. Um, uh, must say, good luck to them in the future and a thank you because they brought entertainment. Are, are you uh, replacing Lawrence and now? Uh, well, I've got other um, other commitments, other yeah. uh, goals. <laughs> so I have. So we better move on to the the, the predictions. Last one of the season, Aiden. I have a few quiz questions as well. I'll, I'll just do them between you and me quickly. Yeah. If anyone on the air hears them, uh, they might uh, text in with their answers. Um, but anyway, we'll move on. This is the last games, Aiden. Arsenal, Everton, Arsenal fifth at the moment. Everton sixteenth for the sixtieth Premiership meeting. 34, 34 wins for Arsenal, 11 for Everton, 2-1 win for the Toffees in December. Everton won the last three Premiership matches via Arsenal. Gunners need a win, and plus they need Spurs to have a shock uh, loss um, to uh, the bottom club, Norwich, away. Uh, Everton are now safe, as we know, uh, so we'll be wondering what team will turn up. Will they be aiming to win? Or will they have a weakened team? I mean, to me, they, they, there's no reason for it to be a weakened team. So you, you do wonder how this is going to go in because we know Arsenal at the moment are very weak with injuries and Everton are on a high. So mm. um, if Arsenal were to somehow miraculously get a Champions League, they'll definitely need three points. Arsenal v Everton. Oh, do you know what? I'm going to go for a draw on this one. Okay. I would normally go for a draw or Everton but I think flip it uh, I'll go for an Arsenal win but I'm not very confident <laughs> uh, Brentford next v Leeds um, two, uh, Brentford 11th Leeds as we know are in the relegation zone at present two all in December last time the Bees lost to Leeds at home was 1950 in Division 2 I think you were at that game Aiden. I was yeah. um, I wasn't even born but I was still out there you were thought of yeah. Uh, <laughs> only one loss in the last seven matches while Leeds only one win in the last seven matches uh, needs to, Leeds need to do better uh, than uh, Burnley's final result uh, Leeds inferior goal difference uh, is a huge problem so uh, they know what they have to do really Leeds have to win but uh, it's a, a tough ask against an informed Brentford Brentford v Leeds I'd have to go for a Brentford win on this. I, ju- I just don't think maybe, you know, the way things are going for, for Leeds, I don't think they have the quality to overcome this. I would normally go for Brentford as well. Hmm. 
but I have a feeling it wouldn't surprise me if they run them close and get a draw. Could do. But it'd be, it'd be no good to them, though. Uh, I was even tempted to go for a Leeds win because the way the season's been, nothing surprises me. Brentford got nothing to gain, but I'm going to go for a draw. Uh, next game is Brighton in 10th against West Ham, a 7th, one all at West Ham in December. They've played nine times in the Premiership. Hammers yet to win. Uh, three losses and six draws. Uh, last six matches have been score draws as well. Hammers uh, win could see them uh, leapfrog uh, above Man United into sixth. So I have no doubt they'll be going for that. But saying that again, Seagulls are playing well. Seagulls one loss in the last seven matches, and that was to Man City. Uh, Hammers only one away win in the last seven Interesting game. Brighton v West Ham. Brighton v West Ham. Brighton are a, a really good side. Um, they are playing very well, there's no doubt about that. West Ham, though, their, their, their tails will be up after after a draw against Man City. That'll be a huge, like, to, to draw against Man City. But, you know, the West Ham have the, have the, have the quality there. Not good at away, are they? Not, not really, but, you know, um, they'll want to finish on a high... That's for um, sure. <clears throat> um, and Brighton probably wants to finish on a high as well because they're tenth yeah. at the moment. Um, can they finish any higher than they are? I think. I think this could be a draw. They Martin. could still go. Um, yeah, they could still go two more places, so they could finish eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Are you I going for a draw? I, no. I think I will. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for a West Ham win. Uh, Burnley v Newcastle Toons one uh, Burnley a 17th Newcastle a 12th so obviously Burnley are fighting for their lives Toons 1-0 in December Clarets only one win in the last eight premier ma- Premiership matches v uh, Newcastle a win for Burnley will keep them up simple as that uh, and Leeds would go down a draw will be enough as well if Leeds draw or don't win should I say uh, Toons Won five of the last seven matches, so they are in form. Especially when you think the two defeats was to Liverpool. Yeah. And Man City. Burnley, Newcastle. I have a feeling for Newcastle. But I do think, you know, I think Burnley are more desperate for the points than, than, oh, than Newcastle. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think the way, the way Newcastle are now, I think, they, mm. I think they could get a win. I'm going to go for a draw. Uh, next game, Chelsea, Watford. Chelsea are third. They're staying third. Watford, 19th. Not not bottom, but they could end up bottom yet. Mm. Um, but that would be a miracle, as I said, because that would mean Norwich probably winning. Uh, Chelsea won 2-1 away in December. Chelsea never lost at home uh, in the Premiership to uh, the Hornets. Uh, Blues' third position is secured, as I mentioned. Uh, Watford could end up bottom in the Premiership. Chelsea, Watford. Oh, you'd have to go for Chelsea on that one. Yeah, same here. And then finally, we've got Crystal Palace, Aiden, v Man United. Uh, Crystal Palace, um, you know, they, they were 2 up um, there a couple of nights ago, and, uh, well, yesterday, should I say, and they managed to lose. But they're playing Man United, they're 13th at the moment, still a good season for them. Man United 6th, 1-0 to United in December. Palace never beaten United at Selhurst Park in the Premiership. Uh, the lark, last Eagles win at home was 31 years ago in Division 1. Um, United only one away win in the last seven games. Uh, win for United will secure 6th position. Palace for United. Mm, I'm going to... I don't know if it's sticking my neck out by doing this, but I, I nearly, I'm, te- I'm, and Man United have got great players, and don't don't get me wrong, but I think this is a game that could that Palace could win. Yeah, Palace, same here. I can see it as well. Uh, Leicester v Southampton. Uh, Leicester ninth, Southampton fifteenth. Two all in December. Saints lost four of the last five matches. Saints only one win in the last eleven matches. Saints. Only three wins away all season, so not mm. been a good season. No wins uh, for Saints in the last six matches. Uh, the Saints only one away win in eight. 
Leicester v Southampton. Uh, um, I'm tempted to go for a draw, but I think on this occasion I probably I'm going to go for Leicester on this one. Yeah, same here, Aiden. Then we got Liverpool. Liverpool, we know where they are. They need to win. They're playing Wolves. 1-0 uh, to pull away in December. Uh, they've played 15 times in the Premiership. Only one win for Wolves and two draws. Pool have won the last prem- 10 Premiership matches v Wolves. Wolves only scored two goals in them 10 matches as well. 18-match uh, unbeaten run. Best run uh, of any team in the Premiership. Uh, Pool scored in every home game this season. Only other team to do that, as I said, was uh, surprised me, was West Ham. Only Premiership team unbeaten at home. So uh, hopefully that stays. Uh, Wolves, last six matches in the Premiership. They've lost four, drawn two. Uh, it's clear, Pool need to win. And they need City to drop points. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, but also there's the goal difference as well, isn't there? Yeah, um, that's why it doesn't come into play. Yeah. Uh, it's too big. Um so, um, yeah, you, b- basically, they, Liverpool need to win, obviously, and they need City to uh, draw or lose. Yeah, um, I'm going to go for Liverpool. Yeah, same here. And then we've got Man City, Aston Villa. Man City top of the table, Villa 14th. City won 2 1 away in December. City have not lost at home to Villa since April 2007 winning 11 straight home wins since City the second best home record uh, 1-14 drawn to lost two uh, City one defeat in 26 matches uh, City win will retain the premiership uh, uh, City draw plus pull fail to win would also secure the title so uh, Man City Aston Villa um, well, uh, what's your heart I, saying? I, I, what's your head saying? My heart, my heart is saying, my heart is saying Villa. My head is saying uh, City. So I hope I'm wrong on this one. But God, look, do you know what? Look, I, I'll do my wild card. I'll, I'll go. I'll go and I'll, I'll say Villa to a draw. There you go. I'm putting me my, my, the head in the block as I say. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do that. That's for sure. City to draw against Villa at home. <laughs> I've gone for a draw as well. <laughs> <laughs> and final game, Norwich v Tottenham. Norwich are rock bottom, bottom of the table. Tottenham are fourth. They're in the Champions League seat. 3-0 the Spurs in December. Canary's only won one home premiership v Spurs ever in 2014. Canary's have the second worst home record. Won three, drawn three, lost 12. Norwich only one win at home in the last seven home matches. Norwich only scored one goal in the last five matches. Uh, a draw for Spurs will secure the Champions League spot, even if Arsenal win. V Everton. Norwich, Tottenham. Oh, you'd have to go for Spurs on this one. Yeah, I, I wanted to go for an upset, which could happen, but could happen. very unlikely. I'm going for Spurs as well. Aiden, that's it. No Good problem. luck, you need it. I know, uh, sure, Lucas. <laughs> oh, sorry, before I forget, Aiden, I know we've gone on a bit. Quick question for you. Right. What's this one now? Who broke, oh my God, who broke his neck in the 1956 FA Cup final? I don't know his name. What position did he play, Aiden? Oh, what, I, what? I would say Mr. Bean. I know no, he was a goalkeeper for Man City. Oh, one more Bean. question. Uh, in 2009, the record for the most goals scored in one half in the Premiership was five. How? By who? So could you repeat that again? Yeah, in 2009, the record for the most goals scored in one half in the Premiership was five. By who? In 1995. Who would have... Alan Shearer? 2009. Or 2009. I don't know. I mean, God, I don't don't even remember anyone scoring five goals. Go on, tell us. I don't know. Um, 2009. Who who was top goal scorer then? Probably many could it be Man United player? Mm. I don't know, I'm just having a guess. It's not, it wasn't Henri. I don't know. Um was Kane playing? It wasn't Kane. Burkham? No, he was he was. I don't he. think it's an Arsenal player. 
I will take a shot in the dark. I will go for 2009. Who would be 2009? Oh, I don't know. Um, Cole. Yeah, okay, go on. Well, Jermaine Defoe. There Tottenham. you go. There That's you it, go. Aiden. Thank okay, you. thanks very much, Martin. Now, and uh, next up after this, we have uh, golf with, um, with Seamus Duke coming up after this. And we start uh, this week uh, with the second major of the year and Rory McIlroy finally found a fast start he's been craving for uh, to uh, leave playing partner Tiger Woods trailing in his wake uh, in the US PGA Championships, which are going ahead at Southern Hills uh, in uh, Oklahoma in the USA. Since winning the last of his four majors in 2014, that was the US PGA as well, McIlroy has been 35 over par in the first round of golf's four biggest tournaments. Uh, his latest was a 1 over 73 last April in the Masters. But uh, perhaps being inspired by playing with Tiger Woods and Jordan Speed, who's chasing a career Grand Slam, by the way, uh, he had a 65 yesterday, 5 under par. He carried seven birdies and two bogeys uh, to set the clubhouse target on 5 uh, under a shot ahead of American pair Will Zalatoris and Tom Hoagie. Matt Kuchar, Justin Thomas and Mexico's Abraham Anser uh, are a shot further back on 67. Shane Lowry made a solid start uh, at level par 70, while Seamus Power is 1 over uh, 71. Uh, not uh, such a good day for Parik Harrington, former champion, who had a 77. Now, UPS has ended its sponsorship uh, of Lee Westwood in an apparent response to the former world number one's involvement uh, with the forthcoming Saudi-backed tournaments. Uh, Westwood is among some of the players who have requested releases from the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour to contest in the first LIV Golf Invitational next month, which has a prize fund of €20.2 million and a winner's cheque of €3.2 million. So uh, that row is uh, expected to continue. Now, here at home, the Irish Senior Men's Championships are on this weekend at Douglas Golf Club in Cork. Former Irish international Jody Fannigan going well there. On the local scene in Roscommon, Johnny Coyne won the men's 18-hole competition uh, last Sunday at 42 points. The former Roscommon County uh, hurler, Charlie Farrell, was the runner-up at 41 uh, Paul McNally third with 39 and Enda Daly took the gross pi- uh, prize there with 39. Now, uh, Kay Garden won the senior ladies competition. T. Smith was second, M. Brennan was third and N. McDonough was fourth. That's in the ladies. Uh, and the results of the ladies gala day competition was first, Maura Kelly Castlery, 38 points. Second, Dimna McDonough Castlery, 38. Gross, Olivia Castello, 36 points. Third, Lorna Shocknessy, Galway Bay, 34 points. Mary O'Connor had 34. Pauline Conroy, Strokestown, 33. Dolores O'Shea, Portumna, 33. So uh, a very um, successful day there at Roscommon Golf Club last week. Now, it was a good week for both the men's and ladies' teams with the men Barton Shield team. They defeated Bell Mullet last Tuesday. The ladies' junior, foursomes and senior cup teams defeated Boyle and Galway Bay, respectively. The ladies' challenge cup team take on Loch Ray, uh, and that's on tomorrow. And the ladies' president's prize, uh, that's from Charlie Farrell, takes place on Tuesday, May the 24th and Saturday the 28th. So that's one of the big competitions of the year. Well, that's it for this week. We'll have more golf news next week at the same time. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Centre Stand uh, podcast and unfortunately it is the final episode of the year and the final episode of us being in TY and that is heartbreaking but don't worry we will be continuing this on next year just with new members but they won't be as good as us. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> uh, but first we've got to go to the junior final. I mean we've got a very very victorious week and a very interesting episode. I've got lots of big wins to talk about but as I said earlier we're going to go to the junior final and going to go to Elliot who has the report. Uh, yeah so following on from the brilliant win by the first year footballers which will be coming up later on in the podcast uh, the junior footballers were hoping to match them and bring home a Connacht title. They travelled up to Ballyhonest, which is the usual spot, so they were well used to winning up there. 
so with the rain pelting down, both teams were delighted to be using the wonderful Connacht GA Airdome for the final time this year. So it only took 15 seconds for the first white flag of the day and it was raised after Liam Nocton drove at the heart of the opposition's defence to slot the ball over the bar to give RCC a great start. Further points for the Kilbride pairing of Joshua McCormack and Ryan Dowling kept the scoreboard ticking away for RCC. The next few minutes played a major part in the game. First, a black card for CCM Spittle was produced after a late challenge on Connor Harris. As the clock ticked into the 20th minute, both sides' hunger and passion for the win boiled over. This resulted in the red card for the CCM midfielder and a black card for RCC's Keane Mulligan. As the tension built, the lads in Primrose and Blue needed to get in at half-time ahead. Ryan Dowling was on hand to kick a couple of crucial scores to ensure RCC led 9 points to 5 at the interval. Wow, well that's good. Now winning at half time is always fabulous good, you know. And hope they start off the second half as well. Did they, Elliot? They did, but not as good as the first half. As the ball was thrown in for the second half, the opposition came out of the blocks very strong. They kicked some brilliant scores to reduce the gap to only a couple of points. But Ryan Dowling and Dylan Tracy continued to add to RCC's lead. The tie then completely turned in the opposition's favour. They kicked four points in a row to then lead RCC with only a minute left. The RCC lads kept hammering at the defence and building attack after attack. Patience really was a virtue. It looked like they would just run out of time. This was until Ryan Dowling reduced the gap to one point with 20 seconds left on the clock. After some great pressing on the kickout, Connor Harris miraculously drove the ball off the black spot to force the game into extra time. 16 points apiece read the scoreboard at the end of normal time. After what was an incredible game in 60 minutes, extra time was sure to be even better. What drama. CCM Spittle dominated the first half. They kicked a point to put themselves ahead in extra time. This was cancelled out by a fine point from Keane Mulligan. CCM Spittle got three crucial points to push their lead out to three points. The halftime whistle blew with the opposition win by three. RCC knew they had a mountain to climb. The final 10 minutes began 